Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Batman. For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. Well, shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the cat's out of the bag. You've revealed your identity to the world. Oh, yeah. Cue music. <laughs> I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Finished. Finished. Dark. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Conversation anyway. Hi there. Hello. Hello. I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm Wayne Cellini. And I'm a Fuya Cantarmacher. And you are currently experiencing a podcast called Friends. Yeah, you are. Yay. Yay. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Yeah. The gang's back together. Yes. Yes. Fully is here this week. Yay. I've been away for a few weeks. Have you been busy? I've been busy hockey. You have. Would you like to tell (laughs) our listeners what's been up with you? I have been uh, playing my playoff finals for uh, the summer season of ice hockey yes. uh, for the last couple of weeks, <laughs> and they have been really exciting and intense, yep. um, but I'm happy to say that the Ice Wolves 5 have won the grand final Yay! for the second time. Yay! And who's the player on the team who's won two grand finals in a row? Me! Yeah, it is! So you're a club legend. I am. Like you're a Fred legend, but now you're expanding your legendary status. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) I have made Icewolves history as the only player to have won two championships. Oh. So awesome. And in a row. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Did you get a special certificate? Because I feel like you should get one. Um, no, I haven't gotten anything, okay. but... We'll work on that, Kendall. We <laughs> know people. We oh, know yeah, people. Yeah, okay. yeah, We've yeah. got connections. Yeah. We do, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but our end of season um, get-together with the whole club will probably be at the end of April, so whether or not they'll do something for that yes. is going to be a mystery for me, so you yeah. you all and, and you all should, because full year's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> and Kendall and I know people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we do. Yes. Did I mention I have connections? Yes, hello. Like, She's hello. Batman, for goodness sake. Yeah, yeah. yeah hello. And then she... call me the cape. The... Crusader. Crusader. <laughs> <laughs> Even I know that one. Yeah. No, I knew it. I just... You're doing so well at this, Kendall. Because <laughs> I'm Batman. Because you are. <laughs> but yes, hockey. That's awesome. Yes, so mm. that's, that's been um, the major highlight of my last couple of weeks. Um, mm-hmm. Apart from that, um, just you know, working, streaming games. Yeah. That yeah, that's pretty much it, really. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Having yeah. a lot of fun, Fulia. Yes. You're having a lot yes. of fun. Lots shame, of fun. shame on you for enjoying yourself. <laughs> <laughs> shame on you. In this that's current fun. climate. How dare you? How rude. Dare you? How rude. <laughs> no, it sounds amazing. Yes. Sounds good. So it does. That's, that's been my last couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nice. How about you? Myself, uh, it's been pretty good. Been super creative, which is really exciting. Yes, um, yeah, telling yeah, telling Kendall and Fulia off mic about some creative stuff, mm. so good. which is really cool. And yeah. you know, you know, how you try to listen to the, what the world is telling you. Yeah. And the world is telling me a lot of things about creativity, and none of it about being like a grown up. Adulting at its best. Yeah, and Priority. I'm just like, gosh, Wayne, <laughs> really. <laughs> 
get it together. But I'm really excited with some creative prospects, even if they don't lead anywhere. As creative folks, you all know, just the doing and getting it out of your system of and course. Honing, it all helps. yeah, yeah honing your craft just is just it. amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's great. Sure. Like yeah, I'm talking to more creative people now as well, which is yeah. super exciting. So yeah, I've got some um, projects in the back of my mind that I haven't told anybody about, and I'm just busting to tell yeah. people but i'm gonna have to have to hold back on that hold okay. back on that i don't want to look forward to yeah because yeah. i don't want to jinx anything yeah yeah but i yeah but i'm i'm excited just again to have those creative juices flowing because yep. you know after you work on some really big projects like you know all three of us had worked on whatever to jeremy baxter earlier in, yep. on in the year your instinct is just chill yeah as soon as it's over but then there's that other part of you goes okay what's next let's go yeah 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 Yeah, not to compare but like that's how i feel about chaos. oh absolutely you know it's never ending for you kendall no it's it's a very fair comparison it's a cycle oh absolutely it's just too much fun uh yeah (laughs) but one of my highlights of the week since i was last on was actually i went to the movies i won't go i won't do it in a quickie review because they're never quick and you know me i'll go on for like five years Uh, but I actually got around to seeing Stan and Ollie, the biopic. Oh, oh. what would you think? Yeah. It, I went into it with um, excitement and yeah. a little bit of trepidation because sure. these boys are everything to me. Like, yeah. if you want to talk about childhood icons that have just kept on going throughout adulthood, Laurel and Hardy are it. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was a bit like, okay, this looks amazing, but is it going to be? Because I know quite a bit about them. So if there was any fluffing of history too much, I would have been like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it is an absolute masterpiece. I am oh, absolutely in love with it. And Aww. I can't wait to watch it again and again and again. I oh, love it. So nice. Yes. I, I may have cried at three different points in the film. Aww. Yes. I love it. Yeah. That's so good. There's yeah. a scene where the boys have a fight and it's like watching yeah. your folks fight and, yeah. it get, and it upsets you. It literally was like that. I was like, don't go fight it now. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> don't break my heart. Don't please. do it. Yeah. Oh, it's it's beautiful. Um, I'm curious to hear about people who've seen it who maybe don't have such an affinity or don't know much about them to yeah. see mm. if it resonates. But I, I think it would. It seems like it would. It's not it like, like it would. yeah, it's not like it's not fan servicey or anything like that no, where all of these bits good. and pieces are done like Ooh, only the fans will get it we're doing it for you sure. very clean story I loved it I loved, loved it loved it actually. Yeah. yeah I'd love your thoughts on it um, yeah. I did hear good things about the performances like oh, John C. Reilly yeah. and um, Steve Coogan that's correct yeah. Yeah, yeah well someone who's seen pretty much almost all of their films their features at least when they reference them because one of the films uh, is heavily involved in the plot in terms of just a narrative arc and framing the film so just as soon as you see them walking onto the set you as a fan you automatically go oh they're doing way out west which is one of their all-time greatest films Uh, fans love it critics loved it it's really enduring yeah for example if you ever google laurel and hardy dance it's taken from that set from that film yeah and that dance is actually used a lot in the film as well (laughs) yeah it's really sweet but it's it's great getting all these little bits and pieces and you go oh this is coming up they're about to do this they're about to do that and they do they do really well and uh, because they're on stage a lot you haven't seen their stage performance at all so with these recreations you're almost like oh my gosh i feel like i'm watching them they're like the real oh, them. It's done wow. so beautifully. That's so nice. Yeah. Did you see why I didn't do this for a quickie review? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so that was a huge highlight for me. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Five stars. See it, see it, see it. Amazing. <laughs> Yay. You. How about yourself, Kendall? Me, yes. Well, I have just completed the first week in my new house. Yay. Yes, you did. Hello. Oh my God. 
It's all done. Yeah. <laughs> all, the, all the moving, the the unpacking, the schlepping of heavy things is done. It's over. I'm all settled. Um, and I'm loving every second of it. I'm so happy. I was literally driving away from the place to come here and I couldn't stop smiling. So I'm like, I'm going to Oh, <laughs> I'm leaving it right now, but I don't care. <laughs> I know I'll be coming back to it. That's yeah, okay. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get to come back and I get to just uh, breathe. It's yes, just, it's nice. Um, so yeah, and I had a little shindigaroo yes. last night. Lots of fun. That was a lot of fun. Um, many card games were played and drinks were shared and all of that. And it was yeah, it was it was awesome. And so many tangents. <laughs> so many tangents. Yeah, it took us like like an hour and a half just to do one round of Cards Against Humanity. Wow. Yeah. And then and then Kirsten Shanahan won. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. We all, we, all, we all said, let's go best of five. Yeah. And then by the time we got around, I think, one one round, she had already gotten three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she won the next so two. So surprising. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> she had the good bloody cards. She, mm-hmm. did, she did very well. Our <laughs> beautiful friend, Kirsten. Don't be fooled by that innocent demeanor. No. <laughs> <laughs> Humanity shows your true colors. It really does. It shows you. It shows everybody who you really are. Yeah, and it's amazing. What a fun. Um, yeah. So that's pretty much been me all week. I mean, I went to Bendigo as well. Caught up with some of my girlfriends. Mm -hmm. We hadn't seen each other for a while, and that was wonderful. Um, and what else have I done? I feel like there's something else. Oh, it's fine. I'm, I had a good week. <laughs> the point is, the week was good. Um, and now, I think it might be time to check in with the week that was in the nerdy news. Oh, yeah. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom. The hostess with most S. Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Alrighty then, it's nerdy news time and we have got a bucket load of information for you to suck in your ear hole, so strap in. Um, Starting with some sad news, but I wanted to mention this because this is, uh, we lost a man who a lot of us, I don't know about you fully, you probably maybe would have watched daytime TV growing up, I'm not sure, I don't know. But that's okay. I'm mumbling now. Um, so, <laughs> apologies. Okay. I'm excited. Shut up. I shouldn't be. Why am I? Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Hello, train wreck. Yeah. Me, Kendall. Yeah. Wow, okay. I, too, cannot look what away. This? What is in this tea? <laughs> anyway. Always um, blaming the tea. You're the one who's munching on Fulia's hash cookies. <laughs> Trust me, Fulia, that was a compliment. (laughs) Okay, all right, all right. Too happy for the mood. Um, Sorry. Breathe. Take two. Take two. We'll edit all that out. Oh, we'll... No. No, I won't be editing anything out. That's fine. Thank you. (laughs) Kendall. I wanted it preserved forever, you know. That's true. Okay, so, um, yes, very sad to report that... um, Legendary TV composer of Australian television, um, Jeff Harvey, passed away mm. yesterday at the age of 83. Um, yeah, I wanted to mention him because, yeah, I he was an absolute staple of yep. daytime TV when I was growing up. 
Yeah. We were all growing. I don't know if you remember him. Yeah. I'm not sure. No. Yeah. So there's a, there was a show called The Midday Show. Midday Show. So Ray Martin hosted it. Kerry and Kennelly hosted it. Yes. yes. Yeah. And yeah, it was just like a talk show variety show type thing during the day. And yes. Um, it was in the, in the 80s, 90s. Yeah, I think so. Prime kind of. Yeah, I think it was. finished up around okay. the 90s. Here's a photo of Jeff before. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Has a beautiful beard. Yeah, that was his trademark. Him, yeah. He was so. See, yeah, I just have such fond memories yes. of watching him on like Midday and stuff. Like and Carols and Ca- by Candlelight as well. He used to yes, do that for a while. He did. Yes, that's correct. which is like yeah. the tradition for me every year. Yeah, to watch Carols by Candlelight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, nice. Um, yeah, so he, yeah, he was a very talented composer. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, as we said, midday show. He worked on a bunch of other shows, including like the Daryl Summers show, and he was on the Sullivans. Um, yeah, so Spy what Force. like composed the themes for those? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so a bunch of stuff. He was actually born in England, though. He didn't, yeah. he didn't come over to Australia until the 60s. Um, and then, yeah, spent his career giving us lovely tunes to listen to. And, yeah, he was such a wonderful personality because yeah. they would always, you know, they'd talk to Jeff as well. Absolute class. Um, absolute yeah, classy class. man. Classy very man. classy man. Very sad to see that he's left this world. But 83 is a good run. So Absolutely. Good we man. We will miss you, Jeff. Um, okay, moving into the rest of the news now, and we're going to start with some Marvel news, as I love to do. Mm. <laughs> it's okay, Wayne. There's a lot of DC news that we're going to get to, so you'll oh, be happy. Okay. So you're welcome. Thank you. Oh, no worries. Um, <laughs> okay, starting with um, the upcoming Marvel Studios movie, The Eternals, uh, may have the one and only Angelina Jolie amongst its cast. Um, no known role uh, as to what she'll be playing we don't know having said marvel studios has declined to comment at this stage but it looks like she might be diving into that world that's going to be one of the movies coming out in phase four Okay. So, yeah. Well, she's already a part of Disney anyway with Maleficent. So well, she is. So wouldn't Why be, wouldn't she be a Marvel? wouldn't be a huge stretch. <laughs> That's right. Um, but I'm very excited because <clears throat> I'm a big fan of her. So it's going to be really cool if she does take on uh, whatever this awesome role, I'm sure it will be. Mm-hmm. Um, and she'll be awesome in it too. Yeah, Angelina, come on okay. now. Yeah. 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 Angelina is queen. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. Um, and then some TV news in the Marvel world that I wanted to share. So um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., probably my favorite show on TV at the moment. Um, it's season six has been, it was delayed for quite a bit. They finished season five nearly a year ago now and, um, and they got renewed. But then they said, oh, it's not going to be out until like June 2019. And we we're all a bit upset about that. But then today I found out that it's actually going to be airing from the 10th of May. So mm. a whole month closer to what we thought, which is very yeah. exciting. And that's, it's also interesting because Avengers Endgame will still be in cinemas when that happens. So Ooh. connections possibly. Yeah. Oh, you think they'll they'll link it together? Uh they Shield always references what happens in the films. Okay. Um, and the degrees of those references vary from like you know obviously season one of Agents of Shield, uh, when Winter Soldier happened and the fall of Shield and Hydra, you know, that yeah. whole reveal happened. Um, that greatly affected the show. Um, and it was fucking awesome. Mm. Um, but yeah, and then la- to last season five, when Infinity War was happening last year, they referen- there were two specific references to Thanos and what was going on. Okay. So, but they, but beyond that, nothing. So, Kendall, may I ask yes. this question? Uh-huh. So, you know how the um, MCU films, the, the narrative isn't um, released chronologically to the film? So, it's yeah. like, if you are... 
you know, in, in 10 years' time, when the show's dead and buried, well, in 10 years' time, uh, when you go, you know what, I'm going to go and watch the MCU, mm-hmm. and you go, but I want to watch it in the in the story order, not yeah. the order of release, right? Sure, you sure. would do that with the films. If you wanted to incorporate Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. into that, like yeah. watch film, 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 oh, this season, film, 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 this season, that's going to be a hard task, yeah? It is, yeah. And people, yeah. people have online have made lists that also include the other Marvel TV shows. So Agent Carter, wow. um, which was set in the 40s and 50s. And then right. you've got um, the Netflix shows. Mm. And then you've got Runaways. And yeah, there's a bunch of yeah. Marvel Studios, you know, MCU TV shows. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so I've seen lists that have like, you know... This watch, is how you watch, watch it. Watch this I think. movie. Watch these episodes. Then watch this movie. Then watch these episodes. Like it's very intricate. So you could get super serious with it. Yeah. I don't know if I'll ever do that because it's a huge. Commitment. I think you will. I th- yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I say I, that. And I'm like. Yeah, yeah. but I, I, I will be honest because you know nerds piss me off a lot. And that is a little self-deprecating, but it's true. <laughs> but th- this is where you do good nerds. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you help the layman. You, <laughs> you really do. You really do. You make it easy. I want a list. I don't want tangents. I don't want explanations. I don't want to know why this was wrong. I don't know why this was perfect. I don't want to know why you felt that the female character should be a man instead. You sexist pigs. I just <laughs> wanted the list. I wanted the titles. So thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So when I'm awesome. senile and don't know any better, I'll, I'll watch them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just keep sending the list to you. Yay. <laughs> I'll send you a list back. <laughs> Interpret that statement however you wish. <laughs> and in other news. Hey. <laughs> On to brighter. The voice of Rita. Hey. She's back. We missed you last week, that's for sure. Yeah, we did. Oh, I know, I heard. <laughs> and on a side note, we spoke only nothing but nice things about you. We did. Yes. We did. So on to bigger and brighter, better news. Kendall. <sighs> yes. So we're going to cross the pond today. Hey. <laughs> to Wayne. World. Yes, Wayne's World. Party time, excellent. <laughs> that reference did not need an explanation fully, but thank you anyway. <laughs> I didn't explain it. I just said it again. I just repeated it. Okay. <laughs> For the love of God, Kendall, keep going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just want her to stop. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have entered the Twilight. <laughs> Where Kendall's Batman and Wayne's the voice of reason. Ah. What's going on? And Fulia's being Captain Obvious. Oh, wait. You go. I always <laughs> say Captain Obvious. You should know that. That was the fucking joke, Fulia. <laughs> See? This is the A material. You're okay. killing it. Okay, I'm going to be the voice of reason now. And, I, and let's, I'm going to go. later. Let's keep going. Go later. Fuck, yeah. that's funny. All right. So... <laughs> Starting with, starting with, okay, casting news for the upcoming James Gunn's Suicide Squad, or I should say The Suicide Squad. Mm. Um, Australian actor Jai Courtney will be reprising his role as Captain Boomerang, which is very exciting. Yeah, he did a great job. He did did an awesome job. Great performance. I did not see enough of him in that film, so I hope they do him a bit more justice in this film. Mm. Without overdoing it. Because, you know, sometimes you can always get like the Uh, comedy album a bit too much, because like, ooh, people like this. Saturation. Yeah, we don't want that. Um, but no, very exciting. Uh, I was wondering myself uh, how many of the original cast were going to be cont- returning, considering they were calling it a soft reboot yeah. or, or a reboot of the whole 
like the franchise. But yeah, we've got Harley Quinn, and now we've got you know, I mean, Deadshot's coming back, but it's Idris Elba this time, and now we've got um, Captain Boomerang, Jay Courtney coming. So sweet, fantastic news. Um, speaking of Harley Quinn, um, looks like the Joker will be in Birds of Prey after all. Yeah. Um, there's been lots of speculation as to what's going to happen with Jared Leto's Joker, but there were some on-set photos of, but not Jared Leto, might I add, because Jared Leto is actually filming uh, Morbius the Living Vampire in, in London right now, Ooh. which is the Sony Marvel Spider-Man offshoot film. Wow. Um, similar Venom situation. Oh, uh, <clears> okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but there was someone, some stand-in, Dressed as Jared Leto's Joker on set. Um, there wasn't a clear shot of his face, though. But, yeah, the, the, he was on set. So it looks like, in some form, that Joker is going to appear in the film. But that's not to say that Jared Leto won't be in the film. In any, yeah, it was, any I was going to ask. Was it, was, it, was it a stand-in? Was it the actual actor cast? Yeah. Or are they going for an unknown? I don't... They, there was no clarification. Wow. So, yeah, I'm so fascinated. I know. It's yes. very, very interesting. Thoughts on Jared Leto's Joker? Yeah or no? I... I... Look... I have a lot. I have a lot of thoughts. My, but but the short version is basically uh, Suicide Squad movie, the the fu- fucking edited version we got that wasn't supposed to be the original version with all these extra scenes of him re- didn't do his character justice. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that he brought a different take because clearly this was a different Joker that they were going for. Nothing like that we've really seen before, and I can always appreciate originality. Same. Um, so kudos to them for that. Um, but at the same time, I get why a lot of people have issues. With that, because it was a very much a left, it was a very far left turn for, you know, the way the Joker is. But I think he did a really good job, and I just think, you know, he should be cut some slack, because he's a very good actor. And He's um, a phenomenal actor, yeah. and I think he did a phenomenal job with yeah. the Joker, and yeah. I've said this before countless times, I love, you can do so much with these characters. Yeah. Just go nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it doesn't work in one it's element, movie, yeah, crazy. yeah. If it, do, if you feel, if you know, the the broader consciousness feels like this representation doesn't quite work, you've got so much material to play off to try something different. Yeah. I'm I'm a big yay for oh, for good. that I'm glad to representation. Hear. It would have been great to see more of it. I agree. I mean, that's the thing. It's, um, it's but, a bit of a waste of potential. Yeah, but um, but still, but still happy with with, with that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah amazing. Yeah. No, he's good. He's good. Um, okay, some DC TV news now, starting with this had me very sad. Um, my favorite character from um, the TV show Arrow, which is just recently announced, its last season will be next year's season eight. Um, Felicity Smoke, Emily Bett Rickards, is leaving the show before we even get to the final season. <laughs> she posted on Instagram overnight saying that um, it, she posted this really lovely like poem that she wrote and said basically said that um, Felicity and I will not be um, sticking around for the end of the show. We'll be leaving at the end of season seven, which is the current season, which means we've only got a few episodes left. With her, and I'm just <laughs> devastated because... That's such sad news. I know. Because, like, everyone's been... You know, one of the biggest things to come out of Arrow is the whole Elicity shipping. So that's Oliver Queen and Felicity Smoke. Mm. And she wasn't even supposed to be a big deal. She's a, an original character. She was not in the comics. I think she's since been written into comics. But, mm. um, but she came in episode three of season one. She was supposed to be a one-off character, and they liked her so much kept her around and then yeah. developed into a you know romantic relationship she's now Oliver Queen's wife spoilers um and yeah and the story has been like it's definitely getting towards an end game kind of thing and you know 
people have been saying for years that Olicity is end game, like they're going to end up together. But now it's just like, well, are they killing her off? Yeah. Is she leaving the show? Is she going into witness protection? So she has a reason not to ever come back. Like I don't. I'm I'm worried and I'm scared because she's, yeah. she's my favorite, and the show's going to be so weird for the last season without her. So mm. very interesting. But yeah, um, the people behind the show, Greg Berlanti and a few other producers, commented on and gave her um, their full support, saying, you know. While it's sad to see her go, we're very happy that you know that she's this is she's made this decision and will support her in whatever she does in yeah. the future. So, yeah, so it's an amicable decision, whatever the reason was. So, sad news for Arrow fans, mm-hmm. um, but good news for the rest of the DC TV. Um, there was, I think, the the WonderCon convention has been happening in America over this weekend, and DC Universe had a big unveiling. Um, so that's the DC Universe app that we haven't gotten here in Australia yet. Um, but they gave us a f- first look at Star Girl, and she looks freaking awesome. Uh, I would go look that up, please, because she yeah she looks badass. Her TV show is going to be on the app next year in the states, so maybe that'll be Netflix for us at some point as well as season two of Titans, which will be out later this year. Um, and um, the series for Swamp Thing will be premiering on the DC Universe app uh, on the 31st of May. So hopefully it'll be out on Netflix not too long after that. Yeah. Very exciting stuff. It must kind of reminds me of Captain America. Well, her, she looks so much like Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> like old school Captain America. Um, but that's that's who Stargirl is. Like mm. She's, all, she's that, that kind of DC... Sort version. of version, if you will, for lack of a better term. Um, okay, moving into other news. This made me very happy to hear. Um, Don Rickles, the late great Don Rickles, will actually be voicing Mr. Potato Head in Toy Story 4 after all. Um, which is lovely. How is that even going to work? Mm, let, me, let me tell you. <laughs> I'll field this one. Yes, um, yes so uh, basically um, Don Rickles' family asked... The, you know, asked Disney if there was a way for him to still be in the film because he did sign on to do it before he passed. Mm. Yeah. Um, and uh, they've the people behind the film, the director, managed to comb through the hours and hours and hours of recorded and used and unused voice over work that he did, and they've been able to compile his lines through the film from that. That's gorgeous. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that wonderful? So yeah. they've got like yeah, they've got like twenty five years. Of voiceover work from the great man. Yeah. Sound editors, you're going to be amazing. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) They they deserve all of the fucking kudos in the world. And, you know, with technology the way it is, they can always even things out or, you know, even if you had somebody uh, who was able to do an impersonation to maybe fill in some blanks. Because, I mean, the last thing you want it to do is to sound like this heavily edited mixtape, which you know it won't, um, being Pixar come on yeah, <laughs> yeah so there. this is this is really exciting it's i'm so, so glad cool. yeah yeah i mean i didn't i mean i knew he was going to be in the film because he was in the trailer but like i didn't you know i thought maybe they'd just get an impersonator because yeah it's hollywood i'm sure there's a million of them mm. but no that's really sweet and really respectful to him yeah. as well because so. they'd done that with slinky hadn't they from uh part one to part two they actually played slinky or did he die between the first two did he i believe so wow, let go. me fact check that one for you that's okay <laughs> fact checking is all always important yeah definitely on this show um yeah i think yeah that's that's yeah really 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 wonderful um okay so next in the news this was really cool some more bill and ted three news um for those who are 
fans of Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, the second film, or at least particular character, they're about to be very happy because William Sadler, the Grim Reaper himself, will be returning to Bill and Ted face the music. Um, that is awesome because he's literally the best thing in the second film. Oh. I think we were talking about it like, yeah. a couple weeks ago. We were, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't like Bogus Journey, but, but we, yeah. we like death. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's very exciting news to see him returning. It's going to be hilarious. I've only ever seen the first one. Oh, okay. I haven't seen the second one. You don't really need to see the second one. You don't really need to. I mean, I'm sure there's like a compilation online of, on YouTube of like all the the Grim Reaper scenes. Okay. Mm. He's very funny. All right. Um... Wayne, did you have that information? I did, yeah. So Jim Viney played Slinky in Toy Story 1 and 2 and Blake Clark played him in 3 and 4. Okay. There we go. Excellent clarification. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The facts were checked. The facts were checked. (laughs) This has been the facts, and they've been checked. Checked. (laughs) Fantastic. Okay, Um, more animated movie news. There is an animated Scooby-Doo film by the name of Scoob coming out in 2020, Um, and they have just added Zac Efron as Fred and Amanda Seyfried as Daphne to their cast. (laughs) I know. Thank God Um, it's animated. (laughs) You're just like, don't try to turn these people into these characters. I don't know if we really need another Scooby-Doo film, but eh, why not? Look, the the live-action film... Um, from when was it in the 2000s was actually quite entertaining to watch yeah 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 I liked the first one didn't the first one was think good. much of the second no yeah. I don't remember the second one much mm-hmm. at all no the first one was pretty good so but the fact that they're doing a animated version this time around um, as a film rather than a TV series is going to be Really yeah, it's cool. The question yeah. will be whether or not it'll be 2D or 3D animation. Mm. Yeah, I hope they keep it to 2D. Traditional. Traditional. Yeah. Nice, yeah. yeah. I can't imagine. Because that's what I grew up with. I, yeah, we all did. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I totally agree. Um, also in the voice cast, um, Will Forte is going to be Shaggy. Gina Rodriguez is going to be Velma. Uh, Tracy Morgan is voicing Captain Caveman. And of course, Frank Welker will be voicing Scooby-Doo once again. Love Frank Hall. I oh, know. Just, what a legend. You know. Loves it. Yeah. We're no Frank Welker. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, okay. Some TV news I wanted to mention because uh, this is a bit of a milestone but Law and Order SVU was just renewed for season 21 which officially makes it the longest running primetime live action series ever. That is that amazing. Yes. There have been um, a few crossovers with um, Chicago PD. Oh. Yes, they have. They've yeah. done a couple of crossovers with them um, and they've been really good. You're a fan of this series, aren't you, Julia? No. No? no. I've Would... only ever watched the episodes in cool... yeah. with, with the Chicago... The ones that actually yeah. crossed over. Because yeah, it's yeah, Chicago yeah, Fire series. you watched, is that right? I watched making this the up? whole Chicago series. Oh, so okay. Chicago Fire, series. PD, PD, and Med. And Med. Oh, but wow. SVU... Um, originally started off doing the crossovers with fire and pd yeah um and at the time they also i think it was like a couple of years ago they had um chicago justice which only ran for a for one season unfortunately uh, um, i was gonna say were, i thought there was another one yeah they um they obviously didn't get um enough uh, ratings for that yeah. so they just decided that not to keep it going unfortunately but it was a good series yeah I'll be um but yeah svu was sort of majorly part with um PD and mm. it worked out really awesome. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. I have to say, with the SVU uh, franchise, 
Same with like, you know, the CSI ones as well. Because they branch out so, you know, to so many different, I guess, corners of the world and elements and different takes. On TV especially, like you can get fatigued as an audience. Yeah. So the fact that this show has run so long. Yeah. And even it's, you know, other other series connected to it are, you know, done pretty well. Yeah. It says something about the quality of product. Oh, like of I've not seen a single episode of any of these shows. But you can just those stats alone go, wow, that's yeah. that's incredible. Like really how is. good is the team that puts it together that you've got you've got such a loyal audience yeah uh, especially, and that they're not tired of it yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. it's amazing especially, especially because it's a it's a it's a crime solving it's a crime procedural yes yeah. yeah. so you'd think up to a certain point <laughs> how many crimes sick. could you do how, how many more crimes can you solve yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's funny you say that because the original law and order ran for 20 seasons yeah um so svu just passed that yes yeah. and so it's a, it's and it was the first the first or second spin-off. I can't remember if that it was Criminal Intent that came first or this, but anyway. But yeah, Criminal Intent only lasted like maybe 10 years. And mm. this one's, yeah, just going on. Yeah, Gosh. now, now I'm wonderful. curious about the show since I have seen the crossovers with them, I might go back and actually watch Yeah, I've seen bits and pieces. It's a lot to catch up on for you. It's very intense because like the special victims is like yeah. very much more into the like the darker and grittier. Yeah. More seedier yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. And just that's sort of why it probably sort of tied in well with PD because that's sort of similar in that genre. Yeah, Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay, and we've got some gaming news to wrap things up this week. Um, Even though Phil's not here, but that's okay. That's fine. Here in spirit. It was here in Mm -hmm. spirit, yes. Um, Yes, I just thought I would mention the fact that the internet kind of went a bit crazy this week because Borderlands 3 was announced. Um, so Borderlands is a pretty popular gaming series that's on all platforms, PC, Xbox, and PlayStation 4. Um, they haven't got a release date yet, but it looks like it will be later in the year. Um, and there was a trailer that dropped for it There was a trailer that dropped for it, well. trailer that yeah. dropped for it um, so you can check that out online mm. if you're interested now. Um, the game is a sequel to Borderlands 1, but a prequel to Borderlands 2, so it's set in... So in between, in between, story wise. So yeah, get hyped for that one. Okay, I think that's everything. Everything, everything, everything. Is there anything you guys want to go back and touch on, or have we pretty much done it all? I think we've interrupted you enough, Kendall. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, this is true. But I like being interrupted sometimes. This is the one time I like being interrupted. I'll make note of that in the nerdy news. Oh, that sounded dangerous. Okay. (laughs) All right. Trailer park time. (laughs) Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeah. We rolling up to the trailer park. Yes, we are. We have rolled on up. (laughs) We are arrived. Tumbleweeds and all. Um, Okay. First trailer. Which one shall we talk about? Uh, we'll go top to bottom. Top yeah. to bottom. Get like the scary one out of the way. Yeah. yeah. So, Fulia, you, you had a gorgeous reaction to this trailer. What did you think? Uh, so, this movie, no, this movie is um, called Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. And it's based on a book series of the same name. And it's produced by one of my favorite directors, Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. Fulia. No. <laughs> I don't want to know. No, I saw enough. Towards the end, freaked me out. Oh, it freaked the, us what, out. Whatever that thing was coming out of that girl's cheek, yeah. I, a long time ago, traumatized myself by watching a Facebook video where something came out of a kid's face. 
and it looked like some sort of bug of sorts. Oh, God. And it looked so horrible because the doctor was trying to get it out. Oh, my God. And, I was, and I'm just thinking to myself, why am I still watching this? Do you know how a lot of those videos get taken down? I'm the dude who reports them. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I just, they do not appeal to me. Give it to me in a horror film, oh. I can deal. Because it looks like this girl is in a bathroom. Yeah. And it looks like she's got... A, a bit of an acne issue. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Giant. And then we see this six. kind of like, what would you call it? Kind of a strand of hair, like a thick hair, oh, maybe sticking no, out. It looks like a fucking. That could be leg. A, a little. Yeah, that looks like a bug's the, leg. The moment it peeked out of that thing, I looked away. Yeah, yeah I, I, I do not yeah. want to see what's gonna come. Yeah, out. this movie <laughs> looks interesting. It had, it had, it's got some horror conventions which are fine. Uh, be, you know. At one point, I could finish a line that a you, character was did. was saying because you it was did. like, okay, it's that's very cliche, a couple, cliched. A couple things. So it's it's a fun movie. Yeah, I think it's gonna be. Fun. I don't know how scary it'll be, but I have to say the visuals are just beautiful. These sort of yeah. monsters that are appearing look mm-hmm. amazing. They do. Yeah. yeah. What did you reckon? All up, Kendall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm on board. Uh, anything Guillermo does, I'm there. Um, so I'm very excited to watch this. Apparently, he's been wanting to bring these. Uh, books to life for quite some time mm. so it's very nice to actually see it coming to fruition for him um but yeah no i'm yeah the creatures look creepy as shit i love it um i'm a bit questionable about the high school students i don't know if i am on board with them and who they are maybe i'll be okay with bad things happening to them at this point <laughs> they seem a bit they seem a bit but then again that's also a, a typical it's a typical horror trope horror from back trope, from yeah. back in the day you know yeah. from the slasher that's true. No, you're series, right. Yeah. You are correct. You are correct. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Um, I like the idea of that. The fact that the premise is that there's this book that's kind of it's almost like goosebumps in a way, like where the book yes. is kind of bringing these things to life. Um, so that's got me very excited. So I'm yeah, highly looking forward to this. Um, we don't have an Australian release date as of yet, but in the states you will catch it on the 9th of August, mm. just in time for Halloween, sort of. Well, it'll be out on DVD for Halloween. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, Cool. Puglia, what's the next trailer? The next one is The Professor and the Madman. Dictionary the movie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Really? Oxford Dictionary. Yes. The leading dictionaries of dictionaries. Yes. Yes, that's for sure. I didn't think that anyone could make a movie about a dictionary, but they have. Yeah. (laughs) And it looks pretty good. Yeah, it does. It looks amazing. This is the this is my favorite of the three trailers. I'll oh, actually yeah? say, yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah, fair enough. I think it looks it looks good. Sean Penn as well. Like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. you really can't go wrong with yeah. Sean Penn. That's for sure. And um, Mel Gibson. Yeah. Your, your accent is a lot better <laughs> this time. <around. laughs> it's a far cry from William Wallace. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's good to see him. I mean, he's a bit of a questionable person these days Mel Gibson but that aside um he is a talented actor you yes, cannot deny so it's nice to see him back in a role like this yeah, it's a pleasant surprise it yeah. is definitely it is. yeah 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 um and I'm curious so basically the movie starts with Sean Penn's character murdering someone mm. right he gets sent to jail and then for some reason the Oxford people contact him to help them with the dictionary. Do we know why that is? Well, I kind of that kind of went over my head. Yeah, I wasn't sh- without like knowing the actual history of the Oxford Dictionary. The impression I got yep. was that you know they'd been wanting to collect all of the the English language words yeah. together for a while. Yeah, and then the idea comes to them to have prisoners read books. 
take out words and define them themselves. So I felt like it wasn't just specifically Sean Penn's character. It was more broad, but he's the one who sort of, I guess, does the one, does the best work or something. I could be completely wrong, but that's what I took from the trailer. No, okay, that's a sound explanation, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And so, yeah, Sean Penn's the madman and and Mel Gibson's the professor. Yeah. And they seem to kind of form some kind of bond and then, you know, the whole scandal of him being a murderer comes yes. up. And Someone so immoral yeah. in, you know, in the circles of high literature. Mm. What are we doing? What Can't have that. <laughs> what a scandal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> England's yes. so funny. Exactly. And this um, thing, <laughs> like, yeah. have you looked at your literary history? Yeah. And this this seems very, like, a very Hollywood take on the story. Oh, yeah. It's you know, you can already see Mel Gibson, like, you know, oh, on the, on the moral high ground and rah, rah, rah. I don't know. But it still looks good. Like, I, I, I'd, I'd be yeah, watching no, this. I will watch I this. Would, I'd be very interested um, to see how this turns out. Yeah. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah. Excellent. Um, so, again, no Australian release date for this one, but um, it will be in theatres in the United States on the 10th of May. So probably about the... Around that time, maybe. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe. For us. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, cool. Wayne, mm. what's the final trailer today? Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the appropriate. Response. Yeah, yep, cool. uh, I never thought I would be discussing this on a podcast. Yeah, I'm sorry. Anywhere in the world. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Yeah. Dora the Explorer is now live action. Yeah. Yes, and I'm as equal as excited as you are about this, Julia. You too, Kendall. No, Fully no. is the only person kind the, of. Uh, no, I'm doing it very sarcastically. To oh, be honest, I've never okay. actually seen any of the animated versions of Dora the Explorer. It's, they're very childish. They're, oh, they are. Very. You know, they're for five and under. Like. Yes. Fully, you know what you need to do is just watch the mute. Mute. Mute, and you'll be surprised how often she just stands there, staring <laughs> at you. <laughs> Nodding her head ever so slightly. Oh. Isn't, isn't and importantly, sh- do it when you're either um, super drunk or severely hungover. <laughs> Won't be difficult for you to reach that stage, but just give it a try. <laughs> Sorry, that was a month ago, so no. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm assuming from from what I know, Dora the Explorer, the active TV show, um, I think it teaches kids Spanish a little bit. Uh, or probably. incorporates, incorporates a, a second it. language and it's yeah, adventurous. Can you yeah. find this? And how about we do this? Do you remember how we did this? And yeah, yeah and yeah. it incorporates words. It's great. Look, I'm being very cynical about this piece of shit, but it is from an educational standpoint. It serves a purpose and yeah. it seems to have done so well because you've got Dora, you've got, you had the spin off Diego. I can't believe I know so much about this. <laughs> <laughs> I, know about, I know about Diego. You're, yeah. you're the teacher, my friend. <laughs> yeah. And yes, but it's like as an educational thing, it's yeah. fine. So, but bringing it into a cinema, a cinema live without, action without that educational purpose is just. I mean, because look, she's got a, a following, yeah, mm. by kids. Totally. This movie is not made for us. No. So for me, this trailer did absolutely nothing oh, for me, not really. and and I love kids' films too. I mean, it's nice yeah. to just. It's sometimes nice just to watch a movie where there is an excessive violence or coarse language. I'll be honest, it's not. It's refreshing sometimes, yes. you know. Yeah. So I don't mind kids' films, but not even this could. Nothing in it could save it. Not even the slapstick humor could save it. Mm. How fake did that monkey look? Yeah. Like it looked so bad. Yeah. And I, I've hated her fringe for the longest time. <laughs> I just really can't stand this chick. I really just. I'm like. The film 
almost like a piece of shit. Kendall, can you take over? Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I'll take over and continue your thoughts. I'm so. just going to go to a no. corner and cry for a little it's while. Fine. Excuse me. No, it's fine. Um, I'm sorry I subjected you to this. Um, no, I just wanted to talk about it because I feel like, well, you know, it's content. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because if anything, this is entertaining. Um, yeah, no, okay. I, I'm not a fan. I obviously was way too old for Dora. Um, I probably think uh, on that note, this movie maybe be a few years too late. Yeah. Because the, the whole Dora Diego uh, obsession it was very much a few years ago mm. um, because I we used to have because like, I work at JB Hi-Fi hashtag not sponsored but we'd love to be um, <laughs> give us money you should speak to your managers no, <laughs> no, no it doesn't work like that anyway it's, uh, <laughs> um, so no, my point is uh, yeah, a few years ago uh, we used to ha- have stacks upon stacks of Dora and Diego uh, DVDs at work and yeah I haven't seen a single one in like three or four years yeah um, so uh, yeah, I don't know how well this movie will do in terms of that. Um, and yeah, it was very cheesy, very, you know, bad humor, bad attempts, yeah. awkward, clumsy. Uh, I don't. I mean, Michael Pena, I love him, but fuck, what was that fucking trance music he was trying to do in this? Oh, I don't my even. God. I don't even know. And Eva Longoria, like. You, those, you deserve better, my dude. Like, she's she amazing. Does. Don't do she's it. She's wonderful. Don't do it. She's wonderful. So I don't You've know. done it, but just don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the movie kind of had me a bit more on board when, like, it turned into spy kids almost. Like, like when they where, were actually in the jungle? Where, yeah, where their parents have been kidnapped and yeah. they have to go save them and they're actually in the jungle. Like, that was starting to get a bit interesting. But, yeah, seeing her in a high school setting is going to be weird. And, mm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this film is definitely not for us. So no. none of us will be watching this. No. Um, and you know what? It also feels like... Which is fine. Yeah, like it feels like this was before your time, I'm sure. But back in the day, on TV, you'd have once a week the, the Disney movie. Like every Saturday night yeah, or something yeah. like that. The, the Magical World of Disney. I used yeah. to love that as yeah, a kid, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what this feels like, just with a bigger budget. Totally. And in saying that, for contemporary times, it actually feels like a me a medium budget DVD movie. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it doesn't even feel like a big screen film. No. There's nothing about it, and that's not because it's got Nickelodeon's logo. No, not at all. No. Again, yeah. it just looks. It just looks it. Again, the 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 monkey is looks so bad. It's it so badly done. CGI. Yeah. Mm, it wasn't great. Oh well. Um. So you know. If parents listening to this, if they want to subject their kids to this, go nuts. We yeah. will not judge. Or maybe we will. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't decided yeah. yet. Yeah. Um, I feel like we might even subject ourselves to it just because it'll make an entertaining review. Yeah. <laughs> well, could you imagine a Fred Watch podcast? <laughs> we might have to do it. I'll neck myself. Live on a recording. You know what we need? Slight tangent, but it's so worth it. We need our mate Ash Hall to be, to come along because oh yeah, when that boy goes on a on a, on a, on a tangent about a movie he does not like. But you know what a plot twist would be is if he actually loved it. He would love it. With Ash, you can never tell. Yeah. You can never tell. Oh, worth Ash. sourcing back our Fred Watch reviews, especially when he yes. when he when he did. Oh gosh, what was that movie called? <laughs> Kendall, help me out. What was the movie called again? Oh, this Island Earth. This Island Earth. Yes, he fucking yes. hated it. He hated it. He guy. hated it except for one character. One character he loved. Yeah, and you know, and he was like, "Oh, I'll give it five stars." I was like, "Ash, what would you really give, give it?" He's like, "Oh, negative five. It's so bad." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking hilarious. 
Go, yes. Can I go back and check that out? Yes. Um, okay, so Dora will be um, burdening us with her <laughs> presence on the silver screen on the 19th of September. Yeah. In Australia. So great. Yeah. So head Two to times. the head to the cinemas on the day and look for something else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, just do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fantastic. Or leave um, the kids to watch it if they've been naughty. I don't know. Just think of something. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Like punishment, it's fine. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's trailer park. Um, which means I think it's time for some cool reviews from the wonderful Fulia Kantamachi. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Quickie review. During the week, I decided to have a little movie night and wanted to just watch a couple of movies that I hadn't seen that I had bought on Blu-ray and DVD. Um, the first one is Isle of Dogs by Wes Anderson. And I'm. this is an animated film, but it's a stop-motion animated film. Mm-hmm. And it is absolutely beautifully done. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the animation. The... <laughs> Um, I'll read what it's about just quickly, and it's from IMDb. Um, An outbreak of dog flu has spread through the city of um, Megasaki, Japan, and Mayor Kobayashi has demanded all dogs to be sent to Trash Island. On the island, a young boy named Atari sets out to find his lost dog, Spots, with the help of five other dogs, with many obstacles along the way. Um, So, yes, it is set in Japan during a time where uh, apparently dogs ha- um, contract this, this flu, yep. this virus, and the scientists are saying that all of a sudden that virus could be spread to humans. So to stop that spread, they decided to get rid of all these dogs who were infected yep. and just get rid of dogs completely yeah. so that it doesn't spread. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but then all of a sudden you find out that this child flies over to the island where all the dogs are. Yeah. Um, who is looking for his pet. Yes. Dog. And it's so sweet. It sounds so adorable. <laughs> but Could you imagine a world without dogs? Oh, I don't want to. And, and, and the other thing is because they're trying to get rid, because they're getting rid of all these dogs, the new pet is the cat now. So, Yay! Uh, what was that dogs? Pet. I don't. Hey. Dogs who? What? <laughs> I'm the only dog person in this podcast. No. <laughs> I have I have room for both. Thank you. My little nephew has you know four legs and a fluffy tail. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in saying that, so we you know the, we've got um, some really great uh, cast members. Oh yeah, who voice a, them. It's a very good cast. Um, it's a very West Wes yeah, Anderson got cast. Brian Cranston. Uh, Brian Cranston. Um, Atari is actually voiced by Koyu Rankin, which I've, I've never heard of him, but he. Um, there's a lot of Japanese speaking in this movie, but there's actually no subtitles. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, so what happens is the dogs end up. Either they're translating or if it's by the mayor or by anyone that's sort of political and is being advertised on TV, hmm. there's a interpreter doing the um, English translations. Yeah, yeah. And hmm. yeah, so that's the, that's the only way you sort of understand what's going on. But wow. majority of the time when Atari is with the dogs on the island, he's speaking in Japanese, but the dogs... 
um, not necessarily translating what he's saying, but sort of trying to, it, it, they, it, they still make sense of it, at least for the audience, yeah. to understand what he's saying. Yeah, cool. Um, but it's a really well done movie. Nice. Um, absolutely loved it. Yeah. Score out of five for you. I would give it a four out of five. Ooh. It is so good awesome. for yeah. a stop motion. It's or it's up there with Kubo and the Two Strings. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's it's, a heavy call. Yeah, nice. it's it's amazing. Um, the other film that I got to watch, um, and this is a very old film, is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh, classic. Yes. So I found this DVD uh, during Kmart's clearance sale mm-hmm. of all their DVDs and Blu-rays. And I thought, oh, I'll give this a go. It's got Jim Carrey in it. It's got Kate Winslet. Um, you know, mm. what better combination? Yeah. Um, it's got well, a great cast. Kate yeah. and Leo, but go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from those two. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> no, Kate and Leo, but that's yeah. it. Two films are waiting for the third. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Um, yes. And so... The IMDb plot for this is a man, uh, Joel Barish, who's played by Jim Carrey, um, heartbroken that his girlfriend Clementine, who's played by Kate Winslet, underwent a procedure to erase him from her memory, decides to do the same. Uh, However, as he watches his memories of her fade away, he realizes that he still loves her and may be too late to correct his mistake. Wow. I've not seen this film, so I just need to ask, will it make me cry? Um, look, I... Of course, the premise sounds it, unless it's done, done badly. I don't remember if it made me cry, but it, I just... It didn't make me cry specifically, but it does... It does gets, on the heart. It does, gets you on the does, feels? Yeah, okay. It really does. All right, so I'm okay. I won't embarrass it's, myself. No. <laughs> okay. Because it, like, you can see how much he loves her. Oh, yeah. So much, and it just how painful it is to, yeah. for him to deal with the fact that she's done this to him and she doesn't want anything to do with him anymore. Yeah. He didn't even do anything wrong. No. From him, like, really? Like, she was... She was Clementine, her character, Kate Winslow's character is a very strange woman. She is. Um, so there's a lot we don't know, for example. Yeah. yeah. She's very enigmatic and just... And she's always changing her hair, hair colour. colour, yeah. I know, right? One, <laughs> but she, she's quirky like that, so there's some yeah. good things to her as well. But, yeah. Um, yeah. It was it was hilarious to see Mark Ruffalo in this. Yeah, that's right. And and oh, I keep forgetting Mark Ruffalo, the, Elijah, Elijah Wood, Wood. Yeah, and Kirsten Dunst is in yes, it as well. Yes, yes. Yeah. So cast. one hell of a cast, and it it really does sort of make you feel really sort of bad for him. Oh, you do. Oh my goodness, you really do. Yeah, because you can see him. He's just it almost it it almost the way that they filmed that it almost felt like Inception for me. Except mm. this film was a lot more jagged because yeah. because of the fact that you're in his memories and because the memories are being wiped away. It's just really mind-boggling, so you have to really pay attention. Yeah, yeah. You should watch some of the behind-the-scenes stuff on this film as a cin- like cinematographer. Yeah, like you would I think, appreciate it. Um, I watched the special features, oh, good. and I think one of the special features was there was a particular scene that they filmed all in one take, and it was the part where um, Clementine sort of is in that room, but then when Joel walks in, mm. she's disappeared. Yeah. So there's another door that leads her out to a different room. Sure. And as he comes back out to go to the, uh, to like the kitchen, 
all of a sudden she's there. Yeah, right. And that's all done in one shot. Oh, that's cool. And I'm like, oh, that is the kind of filming that I love. Yeah, yeah. Well, did you see, like the part with like the forced perspective of like when he was his little kid under the table and yeah, he looked, yeah. Oh my goodness, that scene is really clever. Oh wow, yeah. and Jim Carrey, what an actor! He man. did such he a did good job, so well in yeah. this. I love seeing him do, like, he, as funny as he is, his this, dramatic turns are Oh, wonderful. yeah, this is definitely, like, on the other side of all his other, like, comedic yeah. roles. It was really nothing like, he hadn't done anything like this before. No. Like, I tend to think that comedians do drama extraordinarily do. well, because comedy is such a strict discipline, yeah. and it's more difficult to, to do it sure. than drama, I think. Yeah. So I, I tend to like seeing comedians break branch out a little bit and, yeah. and try their hand at drama they do quite well nine out of ten times like his yeah. character in this is very sort of introverted mm. like he's not he's not the type that goes out so he's so clementine's a complete opposite of him yeah so, and you know opposites attract so <laughs> it, it the story was just was so beautiful and i absolutely yeah. loved it Good, I'm glad you liked yeah. it. Out of five? I'd give this one a three and a half out of five. Okay, yeah. Um just because it, it was the first time watching it and there was a lot of things that I had to, couldn't really process very well. So I might have to rewatch it again at some point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it definitely, that's a movie, the way it's shot and the way it's filmed yeah. is very much served best on a repeat viewing. Too. Exactly. You can pick you up more to, stuff. You have to, yeah, because you have to really adjust to the way it's filmed. Yeah. Because it's not, mm. it's not a mainstream no. kind of Film. Yeah, it sort that of goes. Sense. It goes into the memory, memory, and then it comes out of the memory. Then yeah. it goes back in. And There's then a it's lot just, of yeah. It's yeah. like a jumping back and forth type of stuff. It can be hard to follow if you're not if you don't know what you're expecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, thank you for those reviews, Folia. It's okay. It's freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah, really cool. Glad you enjoyed those movies. Yes. Um, fabulous. Um, okay. Well, what are we moving on to? Oh, um, hello. Hello. Um, I think it might. Time. Someone put their phone down to me. <laughs> popcorn culture. <laughs> it's popcorn culture time. Most certainly is. Popcorn yeah. culture. Okay. All right. So this is going to be a lot of fun. Yes. Because we ask the best question ever. Yeah. <laughs> According to Wayne. It's yes. definitely one of the, the best questions we've asked. Yes. And we're wondering, uh, speaking of best, who do you think is the best Simpsons character and why? Mm. Yes. Uh, we asked you guys last week and now it's time for our gut reactions. Yeah. Who wants to go first? Go for it for you. I'll go first. I'm not a major Simpsons fan and I haven't really been watched. I've, I've seen like episodes here and there. Um, you know, growing up, I have to say from the characters that I've seen, um, Bart's my favorite and probably the best character yeah. because of just the way that he, his character behaves. Yeah. It's just amazing because he's, he's, he's got, he's funny. He's, you know, he's a prankster and there are times where Bart is sort of like, sentimental and emotional mm. <laughs> that's very true but you know um i just i feel like Bart's sort of like the other me if i ever <laughs> was that um character yeah being able to sort of just do whatever and just be silly and mm-hmm. just prank people and mm. have fun <laughs> one of my favorite bot centric episodes actually is 
very early on where he thinks he's going to repeat the fourth grade. That is when it's really sweet and sad. Oh, isn't that that scene where he like cries to Miss Krabappel? He cries, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, because, yeah, because, and and this is the thing, and he just says, you know, he goes, you don't understand, I really tried this time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This is when The Simpsons really did their stories so well that the show, and I know it's animated, but it didn't feel like a cartoon all the time. And it had moments like that where it just, it was real. And especially when that was airing, I was in primary school. Like I was roughly around Bart's age when it had started and, and yeah, and I could, because I was not a great student, still I'm not. So, (laughs) (laughs) so, so, you know, that whole thing about just almost wanting to just implode because you just can't do anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And and it was so emotional for us as well as the audience because we watched, but really tried. We knew he tried because that night before he was smacking himself to stay awake Mm. and to stay focused. Like he was really put... Yeah, he wanted it all. Mm, yeah. You know, he wanted it to be to be he to be done, and he wanted to pass. Wanted, yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, and just yeah. it's a, that's oh, such a beautiful episode and a beautiful yes. moment for it, which is why yeah, Bart is the best because yes. it in, in that in that episode alone actually he encompasses a lot his cheeky his cheeky behavior, you know his the fact that he's not a perfect student, mm. and I remember because when The Simpsons had first started, a lot of um, parents and adults and people who get paid way too much for what they do were saying they're not sure Bart is a good role model. And the response was, he's an underachiever and proud of it. That actually used to be his slogan when The Simpsons first came out. I don't know if you remember that. But they're like, this is fantastic. Kids can relate to somebody. Yeah. I mean, Lisa is harder to relate to on an academic level. Yeah. But the fact that she's more of an outcast than Bart makes her easier to relate to, if that makes sense. Yes. I have hijacked your responsible. Yeah, sorry. That's keep fine. going. No, that's fine. <laughs> I, I don't really know too much about The Simpsons because I don't watch it um, as much as you know a lot of other people do. Mm. Um, but yeah, Bart's Bart's sort of the best in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, good answer. Yeah, <laughs> mm. for sure. How about yourself, Kendall? Who's well, the best? It's funny. It's funny that you literally just said what you said about Lisa because, like, I for that reason, Lisa for me is the best character yeah. because um, personally, growing up, I related a lot to her. Because, you know, because she's a bit outcast. Yeah. She didn't fit in with everybody um, at school. And I was, up until high school, or sorry, mid-high school, I was a straight-A student. Okay. I was excelling academically mm. like her. I even played, you know, an instrument in the school band. Like Aww. <laughs> Except I was clarinet. That was um, beautiful. That's yeah. beautiful. I had the yeah. saxophone. Yeah, okay, you had the saxophone. <laughs> yeah, one of my friends actually picked up the saxophone because of Lisa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Except she played alto and Lisa played tenor, I Yes, believe. that's true. Yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah. so, yeah, Lisa, I think, and it, because, I, I don't know, because she's, I think she's such a good example of a, um, a female role model for young girls in mm. such a, like, earlier on, like, these days we're all very much talking about we need more strong female characters, we need more representation more you know people that young women can look up to um and that's been at the forefront obviously last few years but then lisa's been doing it for 30 years now since 89 yeah since 89 (laughs) literally and um you know and she's always never i mean there's been times yes she has been afraid to be herself but at the end of the day she's she does kind of have this resolve and you know her intelligence is wonderful to to see and i just love the the (laughs) 
the, the, the episodes where like stuff's going on with her family and then she just seems to be like the you know the outsider who's <laughs> just like looking and I'm like how am I you know because there's generally those episodes where yeah. she, she's like am I even a part of this family yeah. like, what's going on like, absolutely I just love how she's that um yeah that straight and narrow almost like normal person <laughs> or how like her, her her wit is so adult and yes like it, I love the, the way she reacts in certain situations so mm. I know I just there's so much more to Lisa than just being a goody two shoes yeah I and think so too I think for me that makes her the best character on the show. yeah I tend to agree with you Kendall like Lisa is my favorite character in, in the Simpsons so she is yeah. Easily one of the best. Yes. Uh, I, for all of those reasons and more, I love the fact that, yeah, she is an outcast and she knows it because every yeah. time she talks about, you know, broader things, she her mind is always outside of Springfield. It's not in... Her future isn't there and she knows it. She knows it, yeah, know. for sure. In one episode, she even outlines how her entire life is going to be. Yeah. And she ends the spiel with... I may or may not die young because she hasn't decided how yeah, it will turn out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so it was, it's, she, you know, she she's determined and it's true. She, You know, there are moments when she questions her own identity because sometimes it's easier just to fit in mm, and, yeah. you know, betray who you really are. We know that when she thinks that she's dumb because of the Simpsons gene or she yeah. scores homemaker slash housewife for, on an aptitude yeah, test yeah. when she goes you know, on, on her, on, to the to the beach house, to the Flanders beach house in summer of four foot two, which is like one of the greatest episodes ever. Yeah, and yes. she's, she's the cool one yeah, <laughs> when yeah. she meets new people um, because she's being someone a bit different. <laughs> that episode's amazing. Sorry, I'm just laughing no, at how great it is. It is. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's absolute classic. Yeah. There's an episode um, that reminds me um, of me a little bit when the episode where Lisa gets her braces <laughs> that traumatized me so much. Lisa needs braces. Dental plan. Because then later on. Hello, Joe. <laughs> then later on in in my high school life, I ended up getting braces, and that's the first scene that came to my head—the part where they showed Lisa that if she ever got braces, all of a sudden her tooth would be going through her freaking lip. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't want that to happen to me. <laughs> so did they also show you the British Book of Smiles? <laughs> No. And Fully's like, Fully's like, I brush twice a day, and the dentist is like, Why must you turn mine <laughs> into a den of lies? <laughs> yes. I love that so much. And ever, and ever since I found out that I had to get braces, I thought to myself, I better not get that headgear thing. Because that was uh, a bit too full It's on. so old school. Yeah. 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 And I'm just like, Oh, I'm so glad I don't have to worry about that anymore. Because at that time, there was still. Um, they still had people wearing them. Like, they, oh, they did actually. Yeah, did not. Did yeah. they really? Yeah, there were still, like, from memory, oh, I remember some people that still had that headgear attached to their braces. I Jesus was like, Christ. I'm so glad I'm not one of them. Yeah. I mean, there Seriously. weren't that many of them, but they were like... I've were never seen that in real no. life. I just thought that was American TV. Me, no, me no. too. Yeah. Because no, no, uh, you always see it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right, well, we got out unscathed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> As if we weren't bullied enough in school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's like the target, really. Uh, but yeah, Lisa is just absolutely the best and amazing at everything. I love that even though she's so uh, intellectual, she's still a child. Yeah. You know, like for example, that time where they think they dig up an angel and Lisa, who subscribes to Junior Skeptics magazine. Yes. Of course she does. Yes. Uh, talks about how the whole notion of, you know, higher powers and angels is just absolutely false and all of those things. And it turns out to be true. It turns out to be a hoax. Yeah. She absolutely 
sprays the people behind that hoax because playing on people's mor- morality and 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 faith and all of these different things and it's sweet because when she thinks the end of the world is coming she has that little exchange with marge because she's said to marge you know oh, i feel sorry for you because you believe in these fairy tales type thing but when she thinks it's the end of the world marge acknowledges to lisa that lisa just squeezed onto her hand that little bit to hold yeah. on so lisa st- is, is a know-it-all so to speak but she doesn't know as much as she thinks yeah. and she's got that vulnerability as well totally she's absolutely perfect i love her she is. and you know if i had to pick another because i can't limit myself to one <laughs> martin prince yeah i, I so. love that martin yeah. prince never stops being himself not for a you know there's only that one episode and i believe it's in season one where he tutors Bart and Bart teaches him to be cool that he plays with his identity a little bit but the fact that Martin even though he is bullied ruthlessly is always himself he does not care he is just true to himself Mm -hmm. and will still approach these bullies like they're friends and things like that you know Lemon of Troy is gorgeous Classic episode of the Simpsons. It is just gorgeous. It's love love seeing Martin interact with the other boys like that. It's beautiful. You know, when he gets his own swimming pool so he can be queen of the pool. I mean king! (laughs) (laughs) And I love that Martin also gets his own back to the bullies in the Simpsons movie. Yeah. You know, he's not in it for a lot. He's essentially really only got one line in it. No, that's true. But he just turns around to the bullies and he's like, you've been bullying me my whole life and just belts the shit out of them. (laughs) I love it. So I just love that. Yeah, Martin just he doesn't compromise who he is. No. He is himself. So is he your... He's my son. <laughs> he is is my... he the best character for you? Lisa still will always be the best character for me. Yeah. Maggie as well. I love Maggie. I think yeah. she's the best. Uh, one of my all-time favorite episodes is when she escapes out of daycare, which is a play on oh, The Great Escape. Escape. And yeah, it's just and brilliant. And music and everything. Yeah, and you just oh, see... Yeah. And I love that Maggie who, you know, storyline-wise is what, like one? 18 months or something like that yeah. you know how she's got the enemy in the in a in the one eyebrowed baby yeah. i just love that she's just her world is so complex and yeah. we know nothing about it mm-hmm. so yeah the, i the main maggie episode that i remember is the one where she shot Burn, mr burns mr burns yeah. yeah that's the only one that i remember yes a beautiful two-parter but i always I contest that i'm like she didn't pull the trigger no, went didn't. off as it fell out of his jacket that's true. maggie you're innocent yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. maggie didn't do it yeah <laughs> but yeah i i could go on and on and on yes. you know i mean i could break down the flanderises and love them so much <laughs> amazing, amazing. yes amazing okay they're well, all winners they're all winners <laughs> Speaking of winners, let's have a look at what you guys thought. Yes. Um, and we're going to start with some of our Instagram responses. You um, all did well. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Three from Instagram. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I think the number of legitimate responses outnumbered the bots this week. Yeah. yeah. So that's just on point. It's not like we don't appreciate you bots, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Yes. Appreciation is, is, is there. Yeah. Yes. Limited, but it's there. <laughs> Limited, but it's there. Um, okay, starting with um, a person by the name of King Cullen at PDX. Mm. Hello. Hey, um, he says, Apu overcomes all stereotypes, a man's man, and a family man. Yes, so uh, King Cullen is definitely referencing <laughs> something quite contemporary about Apu. Yes. Uh, yeah, about a controversy about stereotypes, but he's like, 
a poo rises all above it. Yes, yeah, that's for sure. I do adore a poo as well. He's got some funny one-liners, and he, <laughs> he works great. extremely hard. Yeah, and yeah, he's a loving man, not perfect. No, has no. had an affair. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Also has eight children. <laughs> children yeah and um, you know and did that stint where he worked for how many hours straight and thought he was a bee that's amazing <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's all right uh, one of my favorite happy moments is in the, the michael jackson episode when he's when he hears on the radio that there <laughs> that mj's coming to springfield and yeah. he's like oh my goodness michael jackson <laughs> and yeah, so like he closes down the the cookie mart like mm. specifically just so we can go and see him well we would have all well, uh, <laughs> we all would have um and yeah i really like the fact that they you know after so many years they gave him a wife and yeah family it was nice to develop his storyline because Definitely. you know with cartoons for continuity and things like that they tend not to do too much with them yeah. but it was lovely to see yeah and up sure. until then he'd been you know springfield's most eligible bachelor that's true yeah was. which is Again, really lovely. I know. To have yeah. you know an Indian character with a gorgeous round pot belly yeah. <laughs> as an eligible bachelor. Yeah, which is why I don't understand why you know they're talking about writing him out of the show. Now. Yeah, well, apparently he either they've just sort of not necessarily actively written him out, but just not using him. Okay. But I've also heard they're bringing him back. Interesting. Yeah, That's it's just good. what are you all doing? Just yeah. stick to your guns or do nothing know, at all? Yeah. I know. Silly. But it's a great choice. A poo is a lot of fun. He's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Thank you, King Cullen. Thank you. Our next response comes from Marky Graham uh, underscore. Hey, Marky. And his response is the same as mine. It's Bart. Yes. He hasn't elaborated. So, <laughs> no. But in saying that, you've done enough. <laughs> yeah, we all have. We've talked yes. about why Bart's the best. Bart. Yes. So great. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. We also had our mate... And show creator Michael R. Listar. Michael! Hello! Michael. He said, Homer Simpson, the father figure of what not to do. <laughs> Most of the time, yes, but yeah. fa- but Homer is an amazing father. He comes through when it counts. Yeah, es- and I'm sorry, especially with Lisa. Yeah. They clash a lot, oh. but the way he loves that little girl is so beautiful. No, those are my some of my favorite favorite episodes are the ones with Homer and and Lisa bonding together. At the wedding, he tells Lisa, you know, I've always said you're the best thing that my name's ever been attached to. Did we not all cry? Like, come on. It's beautiful. It was so nice. And she loves him too. She stands up for his Cup I know. Like, I was just gonna. I was just about to bring them up. Like you know, the fact that she was like trying to push them on her. You know. Yeah. Fiance, he didn't want to. And Hugh wanted it. nothing. So bad. Yeah, absolutely. But I think, and there's an episode as well where Homo's caught on camera. It's kind of like a taxicab confessions, and he's talking about how, and he's saying this like he's like tired or drunk or whatever. So he's just speaking very openly about how all of the things he does for his family, even though he doesn't like a lot of the stuff. Like, let's face it, Homer doesn't want to be going to a museum, but he's taken Lisa to a museum. He broke into one for her. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but it's just, it's, and that's when they say, oh, he really does a lot for us. And they send him to like a rock band camp or something like that. But but I love that they acknowledge that because sometimes you don't think how beautiful Homer is mm. in terms of his fatherhood. Mm. I mean, admittedly, he did have that line about, you know, who was it, Bart or Lisa's first steps? About, like, oh, you know, taking the first steps, are you recording it? Yeah, I'll watch it later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah that's right. Uh, but yeah, but. Homer, you're great. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Thanks, Mike. 
Um, okay, some Facebook responses now, starting with our co-host, not present, Philip Hunting. Hey. Hey, Phil. Um, he says, I'm not really a huge Simpsons fan, but I've always loved Mole Man. Such fun for a filler character. Yeah, Hans yeah. Molman. Hans Molman is great. <laughs> <laughs> the man getting hit by football. <laughs> Do you remember when he goes on a date with Patty? <laughs> when he goes on a date with Patty, yes, very When he vaguely. goes on a date with Patty and yes. you get this extreme close up of him doing like the fish lips kiss. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's hilarious. Already, isn't he the one that sings the. No, that's not him. Were you thinking Old Grey Messy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's not him. No, it's not him. No. Um, yeah, no, he's freaking hilarious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like there's a time where like they think he's dead and he's not or something. Yeah, he appears like in a cat in a casket in a coffin, and yeah. he's like, "Well, I didn't want to say anything, or I didn't want to interrupt anyone." Yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't yeah. want to interrupt. Yeah, and he's got his own little radio segment, Mole Man in the Morning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's one of the best things about The Simpsons is that these filler characters, these background characters, they get given a personality. Yeah, it's so full of like just wonderful yeah. awesomeness. Like, they're quite they're eccentric, great. aren't they? They're very eccentric as yeah. well, yeah. But Love they, it. They, all, they all stand out to the point where you, you say their name. And yeah. Who they are. Oh, absolutely, like yeah. It's, it's so great. Yeah. Um, thanks, Phil. Our next response comes from Jessa Sully. Hey, hey Jessa. Jessa. Hey. And she says, Marge, because she is totally my mum. <laughs> Marge is everybody's mum. Marge is just amazing. Marge is wonderful. She loves motherhood. She loves being a housewife. She loves looking after a family. She does. She's beautiful. She's dorky. She's adorkable. She is <laughs> so adorkable. She really is. Oh, my goodness. So in that episode, Summer of Four Foot Two, mm. Marge is one of the best lines ever. Yeah. And Lisa, because uh, they're you know in, a, in the summer house and... and Marge is making the beds and Lisa goes, gee, mum, it must be, you know, nice making a different, you know, <laughs> set of beds or whatever, or changing different sheets. And Marge, in all seriousness, is like, I know you're being sarcastic, but it is. She's like so excited. <laughs> she gets to change someone else's beds and bed sheets. It's just beautiful. <laughs> and of course, season one where she gets pissed at the, uh, at Homer's work function, if you ever remember. It's hilarious. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you don't want to alarm anyone, but somebody's put some alcohol in the punch. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, the greatest. Don't you love the one, too, where she becomes a, a policewoman? Yes. Yeah. And, then, and then, but then, like, Lisa comes in and tries to be, like, all so, social equality. Yeah. And, but it's, you know, fight for what's right, mum. And she's like, hey, Lisa, it's Growly, the, the sergeant dog. <laughs> yeah, it's like this hand puppet. Yeah, yeah. it's so funny. Yeah, and also uh, one of the one of the best Marge ones as well is obviously a street car named Marge. But yes. I go too much in that, but it's brilliant. Stella! Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> But also the, uh, that plot line where she's with her neighbor, Ruth Powers, and they do Thumb and Louise. Oh, I Amazing. love that. Amazing. Yeah. So Marge is more than just a mum. She, <laughs> she, yeah, Much love more. it. And, you know, she can stretch her three-piece Chanel suit to the wind. I wish like. I had that sewing skills. Absolutely. <laughs> she's a very, she's a very, uh, very religious lady, too. Yes, she's yes. done. Yeah, she's yeah, she's got a really good line actually. When Homer decides to skip church, oh, yeah. and she says to him, she goes, "Don't tell me to pick between uh, my husband and my God because you can't win." And it's yeah. quite a sweet moment about her faith because they're not overtly religious in the in the practicing sense, no. but you sense that Marge. That's where a lot of her morals come from. Sure. Yeah. From the church, and that she's 
out of all of them, really committed yeah. to them. Because, you know, if you if you want to take The Simpsons literally and th- say everything they've ever done is in canon, yeah. uh, you know, you got Homer and, and Bart who... Um, who convert to Catholicism. Lisa is a Buddhist and Maggie's a Bubba. <laughs> Marge is stuck to it. Yeah. Yeah, she has. Yeah. This is very true. Yeah. So great response. Yes, Marge is amazing. Uh, and yes. she's underrated, I think. She's she, underrated. I agree. Yeah. For sure. Uh, she's also got the, the best, um, you know, disapproving moan, if you will. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Do you remember that moment when, when, um, when I think it's because when Homer's Intentionally uh, putting on weight to get disability. Yeah. She practices the groans yeah. and moans. Which one should I use? Oh no, that's the one. That's it. Right. Amazing. We love you, Marge. Yeah. <laughs> so Ryan Mills said, Ryan. "Look, words cannot answer this question sufficiently, Mister Snrub, <laughs> which is the alias of." Montgomery Burns. Montgomery Burns. Yes. So yes. Ryan posted us a video of Mr. Yeah. Shrub from YouTube. Let's listen carefully. Boring. Hello, my name is Mr. Snrub, and I come from uh, some place far away. Yes, that will do. <laughs> anyway, I, I say we invest that money back in the nuclear plant. I like the way Snrub thinks. <laughs> And side note, Smithers, how have, how have we not mentioned you yet? Yeah, no. <laughs> I love Snrub. yep. <laughs> what a name. Yeah, it's Burns backwards. Yeah, I know. Those who weren't aware. I love it. I love it. He's like, yes, that'll do. <laughs> so fucking funny. Love it. Love it. Thanks, Ryan. It's an awesome pick. Um, okay, we're up to one of my dear friends, Beck Hill. Hey, Beck. She says simply, don't make me choose. And she didn't. And she didn't. She <laughs> her guts. Even though I tried to coax a choice into her by posting a, a gif of uh, Ralph Wiggum opening his I choo choose you Valentine's Day. <laughs> uh, but it didn't work. Um, no, Beck is a huge fan of The Simpsons, um, like myself, uh, to the point where she actually has a Simpsons tattoo. Oh, wow. Which is the um, one of the famous... Uh, slogans that Jebediah Springfield said, which is a noble spirit in Biggins, the smallest man. In uh, Biggins was not a real word at the time. <laughs> uh, I think they have made it an actual word since. Um, but yeah, she has that tattooed on her wrist. Oh, wow. So, yeah, yeah, she loves That's amazing. Huge fan, huge. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I, but as for who I think her favorite character is, I really couldn't tell you. Okay. I really couldn't tell you, but that's, yeah, that's just, I know that's her favorite quote from cool. all things. So, Beck, maybe it's, um, you know, Jebediah Springfield. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he was a fraud. He was a fraud with a silver tongue. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't know that. No no no. No, 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 no. That was never released. <laughs> no, never released. No. <laughs> no. No. Thanks, Beck. Our next response comes from my best friend, Alex Game. Alex. Hey. She is a huge, huge uh, Simpsons fan what? to the point where she will put in a reference or a quote of some sort in our conversations every time we catch up. What a freak. Who does that? <laughs> Gee, I wonder. <laughs> not looking at anyone specific. No, not looking at me. <laughs> and her response is um, Lisa, because everyone else is wacko or funny and she grounds the show most of the time. Yes. And Homer, because he says what all full-time workers are thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
Exactly. If in doubt, blame Tibor. <laughs> That's what I do. trying to say before she grounds the show yeah, yeah she yeah. really does yeah um that's for sure um and yeah homer oh my god how they, <laughs> how they let him work at a nuclear power plant is beyond me yeah. the safety inspector the of safe- all people yeah <laughs> jesus the, the, the man that decides to overeat and wear a muumu to then plug up a hole in the place yeah. <laughs> he ends up saving the day yeah oh it's so funny <laughs> as bart says for once dad you know your butt um prevented the release of toxic gas yes, yes. <laughs> something along those lines yeah, yeah, it is, yeah it's pretty close yeah. so funny it's amazing cool. oh, thanks alex thanks alex what a great response yes so shannon says millhouse lenny skinner crusty abe simpson sideshow bob ralph wiggum groundskeeper willie mr burns homer off the top of my head oh wow exactly so like Beck hill don't make me choose yeah. i'm just gonna name them all yeah <laughs> so shannon is the partner of alex hey oh, good man <laughs> lots yeah. of different characters in there yeah. yeah um any particular favorites you got i think well well in terms of best I think Mr. Burns is one of the best villains ever. Yes. In anything ever. He's such a good guy. Sideshow Bob's a freak. Yeah, he is a freak. <laughs> he is a freak. But like, I, I really like the the stuff that they've done with Mr. Burns over the years in terms of his story. And yeah, I love his backstory as well. He's quite, yeah. you know, because he could make him the moustache twirling villain. And most of the time he plays that. But when they go into his backstory and his real emotions, it's quite beautiful. Isn't it? It's really, really sweet. Yeah. Um, and I love... Kelsey Grammer's take on Sideshow. Oh, absolutely. His voice acting is like, phenomenal. When they were first airing, you know, when you when you were kids, whenever it was a Sideshow Bob episode, you know, after that very first one, did you just not get excited? It felt yeah. so, like they just felt so special because no, yeah. he wasn't, you know, in all of them and you knew it was going to be some yeah, sort of mastermind and you try to predict what he's up to, but I, I could never predict yeah, it. Yeah, no, you yeah. Could never, never tell. Like I specifically have a memory of like, Watching it on Channel Ten when yes. it used to be on six PM every night, and yeah. just and it turned it on if it was a Sideshow Bob episode, like going, "Oh, it's a Sideshow Bob." Yeah, episode. you'd be there. <laughs> yeah, all yeah. of his episodes are classics, different degrees, yeah. but all classics. Yeah. I have yeah. to say, what's it? Was it? It's not. It's not Cape Fear, but it's. What's it called? Cape? It's Cape Fear, but Fear spelled differently. Uh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. One of the all-time greatest, greatest episodes. It totally is. Oh, just, you know, it's got a lot of gags that are still... Are you well, thinking yeah. rakes? Yeah, <laughs> the rakes is like yeah. an absolute staple. Um, and isn't that the one where, where Homer's like, hey, Bart, do you want to see my hockey? <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you chainsaw? Beautiful. Absolutely yeah, it is. So, <laughs> so good. Hey, I want you to eat these brands before they get cold. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's it, it's incredible, yeah. um, and I need to give a shout out to to Abe Simpson as well yes. because aren't we all deep down the old man who shouts at the cloud? Yes, <laughs> yes. yes, we, we are. have those moments. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like a bad day, we used to wear onions on our belt because it was the style at the time. <laughs> I love Abe. What a, oh. what a great character. What about when he's in the supermarket, like telling the different stories of his coins? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For no reason. Oh man. Yeah. And I okay. One of my favorite Abe. Actually, my probably my favorite Abe Simpson episode mm. is the one uh, with the um, 
I forgot what they're called, but the, the when he his army buddies and Mr. Burns and the, the uh, Hellfish, Hellfish, yes. yes, the Hellfish episode. Yeah, it's a gorgeous one. I love that. It's so cool. Yeah, um, that, you can make that into a movie. Now, yeah, obviously. absolutely. Yeah, but I love it, and it's a good uh, Bart and Grandpa bonding episode. Yeah, this is true, which yeah. is nice. Um, thanks, Shannon. Yeah. What's to pick from there? Great responses. <laughs> Excellent. And our last response from all of you guys is from my friend Adam Snell. Hey, Adam. Hey, Adam. Hey, Adam. He says, I may have to say, Sideshow Bob, I remember being more excited for Bob episodes. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, what other good Bob episodes? Like, I mean, I think the one I've seen the least, and because it happened so early, is the initial one where he frames Where he, Krusty. Yeah, in Krusty Gets Busted. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I've seen that one the least because it was like season one or two. Two, I believe, early. yeah. I think the yeah. one that really stands out for me is the one where he's trying to kill Bart. That's all of them for you. That's all of them. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> one particular one, and I can't remember which one it was, but... Was he writing death notes with his blood? Hmm. Hey, it says Pierre. for thee, Bart, thee. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, with the... And also with Sideshow Bob, though, what's also really good is not only the one where it's, uh, you know, Krusty gets busted. Because, mm. you know, it's not really Bob-centric <clears throat> until the end. No, that's right. But when he first... When he comes back for the very first time and goes to marry uh, Selma. Yeah. Yeah, and I tries to it. blow her up. I love that. Yeah. Too. That's amazing. And also one where his uh, brother, Cecil. Yes. Or Cecil. Voiced by freaking what's his face from Fraser, which is just hilarious. I've forgotten. Hyde Pierce. Hyde. Jonathan Hyde Pierce. Jo- is that his David name? David Hyde. David Hyde Pierce. David Hyde Pierce, who plays uh, Kelsey Grammer, Fraser's brother in Fraser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so they got him to be. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. gorgeous. It's so yeah. awesome, and they're like plotting to blow up the dam, or isn't That's Bob, right. That's Bob, the dam. Bob, like he's changed his tune. Or so he's trying yeah, to, yes. and then Cecil's he's, the real bad guy. He's out and is actually legitimate, yeah. um, but Cecil's the bad guy, but then yeah. they both get carried off to prison, yeah. and you know they fight for the top bunk and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's gorgeous. It's so awesome. One that I also love is when Bob um, threatens to like blow up everyone if they stop watching TV. Oh, in our military in base. The, the blimp? In yeah. the blimp, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lisa does that little message telling everyone his bombers are done. She's got like a little, you know, emojis and stuff yeah. like that. Because again, she's, you know, what, a six year old girl. It's yeah. it, or eight year old girl. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's like, it reminds you. She's a child. She's it's yeah. really cute. Yeah. yeah. That's great. No, no, that's another really good one. Yeah, oh, I love it. Especially because Bob does his like announcement over these big screens yeah. and then comes back and says, by the way, I understand the irony of using television <laughs> to try yeah. to destroy it. Don't point it out. I yeah. love that so much. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. I think that's everyone's responses. Yeah. Oh, we could wow. talk about this forever and I oh, so would. would. I would too. It's yeah. so much fun. Love The Simpsons. Um, okay. Next week's question. Um, Fulia, what is it? Next week's question is, what TV show have you seen every episode of and why? Ooh. There's a few for me. This is a few for me too. This is going to be fun. Mm. <laughs> it's going to be a fun episode. Uh, yes, hashtag tell Fred. Yes. Mm. So we can have a chat about all of that uh, next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's Should up with Fred? Fred? What's up with Fred? Well, I'll start off by saying new collectible chaos dropped during the week. Yes. yes. My top 10 favorite things about Captain Marvel. Um, check it out. Check it out. It's freaking awesome. Lots of spoilers, Kendall. A little Minor spoilers, but only very minor. I don't really give too much away. So okay. if you haven't seen the movie, you could probably get 
get away with watching. All righty, sweet. Because yeah, um, I've purposely not seen it yet. I didn't want spoilers. No, yes. fair, no fair enough. Surprise, might surprise you, but I care. <laughs> <laughs> that means so much. And our um, spoiler-filled podcast, yes. The Monthly, yes. Yes. about yes. Captain Marvel. Yes. With everybody's reviews. That was a lot of fun. So I had some great discussions on that one. Yes, yes we did. We it, was, did. it was awesome. Really, really good time. So go check that out Lots on iTunes fun. and SoundCloud right yes. now. Uh, incompetent gamers still happening. Mm. I have moved to the Fridays now, Friday yes. time slots, uh, around about the 4 p.m. ish times. Oh, Gypsy. <laughs> oh, baby. We have a special guest. We have a special, special kitty guest. Um, so, four, yeah, full year, 4 p.m. <laughs> on Fridays. Yes. Yes, excellent. Look out for Foolish Fuji. Yes, Foolish Fuji. This uh, so past Friday I played uh, Portal Two uh, from from the beginning and I have played it through once from start to finish already, um, okay. but on PlayStation. Um, but I did initially get Portal Two on PC uh, way before that, um, and so I thought, you know what, I'm just gonna play it again because it was a lot of fun uh, and it's a puzzle game that I'm always up for. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so might end up doing that again next week. We don't know. Um, what else have we got? Fredwatch reviews. Yeah, they're landing weekly. So we've got our podcast for Zulu. Well and truly yes. done. That's yes. up. Listen to, listen to that. it. Worth yes. a listen. Um, appreciate why I suffer co-hosting with Philip <laughs> when you listen to the blooper reel at the <laughs> thank end. You, thank, thank you for suffering for us because it's <laughs> so funny. 25 so takes yeah. to read that synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> But you're a trooper, Philip, and so am I. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's happening. We've recently recorded another episode, which won't come out for oh, about three more weeks. Yes. But um, someone here special guested, and it was amazing. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Don't steal my thunder. Someone just as amazing as you, yes. Paul. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, I got to be on Fredwatch, so Yay. look out for me on the next episode. That yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a great discussion. It was a great mm. film. Yeah, um, But I'm biased because it's one of my all-time favorites. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Sure. But it was good. Editing that now as we speak. Lovely. Yes, literally as we speak. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Multitasking. Multitasking, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, for me, really, it's just uh, Fredwatch. Nothing new in the pipeline. No. For me, no. Yeah, slack ass. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne's a slack ass, yeah. All right. You're doing your bit. That's yeah. it. We've got the usual beta test. Um, Listenator on... Every week. Every week. Wednesday. On a Wednesday at 9.30pm. Live. live. The distraction. And definitely go on because uh, he didn't have anyone to talk to last week and it went for half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mikey. So talk to the Listenator. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Comment away. Give him topics to talk about to distract you. Yes. yes. It's a lot of fun. And... This was the ample opportunity because Fully and I, you know, moderate yeah. the discussions to make sure he behaves himself. But we were at a at a business meeting yes, with Fred, we yeah. so we weren't there to moderate. Unfortunately, y'all could have gotten away with anything. Yeah, because <laughs> wow. when yeah. when listener is on and he's also the moderator, he will let anything through. <laughs> Dude, he needs two moderators. Yes, yes. 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 you had your chance, listener. Uh, Listenator, you had your chance. <laughs> <laughs> chance is gone. Yes. Yes. 
Cool. Uh, and apart from that, I think that's it. I think that's it. What a fun discussion yeah. we've had today. Thank you, everyone, again for all your awesome responses, Popcorn Culture. Yeah. Looking, yes. means the world looking forward to contributing to next week. Yay. So I'm going to put my thinking cap on. Yes. A shout out to Batman, who's 80 years yes. old. Batman, 80 years. Oh, my God. Yes. Looking good, Bruce. Looking good. Looking Thank you for good. keeping us safe for 80 yes. fabulous years. Yes, yes, yes. Greatest yes, yes. superhero ever and well, always will detective. be oh, okay. with all of your yeah. gadgets <laughs> yes. yes we love you Batman we love your amazing toys yes we do, <laughs> yes, we do. yeah alrighty I suppose with that that means that was a, a podcast, podcast called Fred. Fred time for the Fred plugs Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts from Fred the Alien. Follow us on our SoundCloud or on iTunes. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website www.fredthealienproductions.com and follow the link to Redbubble where you can get apparel, home decor, bags, and stationery with our own unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented team. Unibums and Common Gamers and featuring our live stage shows such as Whatever Happened to Jeremy Baxter and more. That was Yay! a Fred class. Certainly was. I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been Wayne Cellini. And I've been a Fuller And you've, you've just experienced, experienced a podcast called Fred! Yay! Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank and you, thank you, thank you, thank you. remember to eat beef. Yes. Remember to eat beef. Last week, watching this. listening to this podcast, I think you said, remember to eat beef. I said, well, I was eating chicken. <laughs> You let us down again, Fulia. Let us down. I write it in the comments. One one, one job. All you had to do. Sorry. (laughs) Chicken was on the menu. (laughs) And next time, Fulia's going to bring her own recipes. Sure. I expect steamed vegetables. (laughs) Steamed vegetables, I tells you. And And scene. scene.